morning, good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Me, Mo. Yes, Kaylin will be back eventually. I know Kaylin again this week. Um, let's just get straight into it. So this week, in the news, which I rarely watch or listen to, you've been hearing a lot about this guy, Harvey... Weinstein. Weinstein. Einstein, yeah. And his escapades. Yeah. And fam, I actually looked at his like videography filmography, videography. Mm. He's actually done some some movies fam. Yeah, but you see the Weinstein company come up like well, as soon as I heard it I knew it because I see the logo like in almost you know, every other movie he he's on it. And apparently his him and his brother uh, were the ones that created Miramax as well. Yeah. Jeez. Big, Wait, yeah. I thought they bought Miramax or something, or I did they create it? I don't I think, know. I think they Wait, created it. Yeah, yeah, I know that they're involved with that, yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's been in hot water this week. Yep. As women have been coming out of the woodworks mm. to talk about their sexual harassment, yep. or his sexual harassment of them. Yeah. And then one thing I found really funny was <laughs> when Ben Affleck tried to cover and say, you know, this is so wrong, <laughs> then everyone was quick to remind him of everything that he did. Why has he got like some... He's been groping um, reporters' breasts, telling Serious. reporters to take their top off, Serious. all that type of stuff. Man. <laughs> you know, there's, there are certain situations where you just don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben Affleck, don't talk. <laughs> but yeah, and... um. As bad as everything that he's 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 done is, I don't want to sound like a pagan, but I'm gonna ask two questions. First question, obviously we can't answer these questions because we're not them. But why is it taking these women so long to come out about this? <gasps> That's the first question. And the second question, like when it comes to like Hollywood and stuff, a rhetoric that's said a lot is I only allowed him because obviously there's more than one director person who does these kind of things but I only allowed him to do this because I was scared if I didn't then it would close doors or I thought it would help me elevate my way through Hollywood so um, you think that's a fair argument on on either one does it matter whether or not it's fair if, if that's um, and, and as you said you know we can't necessarily say because we're not the individuals involved mm. but if that's what you felt and I can see where you're coming from you know if that's what you felt am I one to say whether or not it's fair you're not necessarily thinking with a logical mindset you're in a situation that you'd rather not be in you're doing what you think you need to do to survive oh definitely but then there'll be those women women who will they, they, they won't run away from the situation they will stay because because of the benefits they think they'll get from, from doing so mm. and I know Hollywood is Hollywood and that kind of thing is just seen as part of yeah. part of the business this is what happens but um, is it right that they stay or do you think I, I think I think in all of this yeah I, I think it's, it, it would be good to almost put a disclaimer that it's not their fault they got if if it happened to them it's not their oh no, fault no yeah definitely yes yes definitely definitely because it's like I don't want anyone to almost kind of get the understanding of oh so you're trying to say because they kept themselves they served them right sort of thing mm. I don't want to leave that room I, I don't think anyone can be accused of egging on a rapist uh, or egging on someone to sexually assault them. definitely like it's almost saying if a girl's in an, if a girl orders an Uber back home like 
at three o'clock in the morning when there's no other ways to get home and the Uber driver starts groping her and she doesn't report it. Did she do that because she wouldn't have been able to get home? It's, it's, I think I think it's almost like no, but, shaky ground. No, but that's different though because... What? That's different. No, no, that's different. <laughs> okay. Because one, if you're in the Uber and, you, and you're going home, the guy knows where you live, so you want to be careful about what you do and what you don't do. If you're if you're allowing yourself to get so wait wait take a time okay take a time <laughs> and actually elaborate on what you're about to say okay yes think about how you're going to say okay it. I will I will alright but allowing yourself okay maybe allowing is the wrong word maybe allowing is the wrong word alright but hey <laughs> <laughs> I know what I want to say <laughs> it's about going around the right way of saying it but yeah um. Putting up a little resistance or what? Even yeah, resistance or even if you don't put resistance, like reporting it, because like this apparently this, this guy's been doing it for years, and, and like I'm right. sure. So uh, we're uh, back to the Harvey Weinstein. Yes, thing, yeah, not, not the Uber driver. Yeah, if you figured the Uber yeah. driver, because like I'm sure if you're an Uber driver, you touch up your people, then bun you in it. If you're an Uber driver, you can't be an Uber driver anymore, can you? TFL pull, TFL straight up cartel tactics, like. I think Peter touched a sore spot. <laughs> Mate, if any of our listeners are, are Uber drivers, yeah, send us send us an email. Tell, you, tell us how you feel. Yeah, send us a free, free Uber. For <laughs> real, <laughs> you might as well give us a free Uber for your last couple of days on the job. Mad. But yeah, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm all talking about not reporting. I don't know, because... because well, so, so let me take this back to, like, African culture, almost, you know. There's an uncle or someone in the in the village that we all know touches up the little girls but no one says anything because of the disgrace associated with it um and you've got families and someone will come and say or even if it's not just an uncle maybe it's a rich prominent person you know someone of power of influence in the in in the village um and he does what he wants with the girls and the families know about it no one really does anything no one really says anything for the disgrace to bring to the family or the disgrace to bring to his name blah 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 it's a culture it's a it's a it's a scene that's been seen before but i think the difference is this is mm. happening in america the land of dreams where if you if you say this guy did this to me you've got the whole world backing you not really no no and, no? and also think about the fact that these allegations like some are from quite far back mm. and you've got a lot of people coming out of the woodwork um and there was even audio i don't know if you heard yeah, that uh, yeah i heard that one part. one uh one woman that got uh got groped up, went back the next day, wearing a wire, tried to get audio on the person. The audio is pretty damning, but apparently wasn't enough to persecute. Uh, so he just carried on. Um, but it's it's a situation, it's not that foreign to my mind to see why they didn't you know, say anything. Um, just because he is a person of influence. He's the head of the Weinstein company. And uh, I keep thinking I'm saying that word wrong, but I mean- like Isn't Weinstein? Probably Weinstein, yeah. <laughs> You, you've looked at his filmography. Um, he's he's a power player, so there's a lot of um, there's. It's easy to it's easy to not want to put yourself in that position that you know you're the person he's blackballed because he tried to do something and you didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say it's right, but there's that cultural fear and there's that that isn't new if that yeah. makes sense mm, to the human story. It's not new. And so the question is, what then should they have done? And you've got, you know, one person comes out and, and says it, and uh, great, you know, he's getting fired. 
maybe there'll be some repercussions. Whether or not those repercussions are enough in the first place is another question. Um, and like, I'm not trying to say that like coming forward is an easy thing to do because mm. because it's not because mm. once you do, there there always be that like that like stigma mm. towards you, or there will be for like a very long time. Mm. But I don't know, like you could be the one who who like sets the, that that first domino, which which could break the cycle. Mm. It's a nice, it's a nice sentiment. It it's is. just a hard one it is. to to live up to. It's like the sheer fact that as people are saying this guy's a powerhouse means that he's got the means and the finances to like get the best lawyers, the best of everything. So even if it, even if you were to accuse him of something and was to go to court, you might not necessarily be able to afford legal representation. So you might well, be representing yourself or whatever. Bear in mind as well, there are. I think two or three cases where they've settled outside of court, mm. and and people have actually pursued, um, persecuted him, and you know, taken payments outside of it becoming public. So I think I think all of that, definitely as Peter was saying that there's a sense of, in general, anyways, there's a sense of like this person has a position, and so if I go against this person, in essence, I'm not just going against this person; I'm going against the position and everything that he holds. And he will fight me with all of that. So even in Ghana, if, if you were to go against that rich person in a thing, he's not just you're not just attacking the rich person, but everything that the rich person has and is associated with him is going to be turned to get turned against you. Mm-hmm. And it, it could end up being that you're shunned in the village or the town where you where you are, or he just makes you out to seem like you're some some prostitute or whatever. And so the victim can sometimes be seen as as the person who's in the wrong. Yeah. Um, there's countless incidents where um, footballers have been groped by their coaches and stuff. Footballers. Footballers. So, and he, they're only... Terry Crews got groped once at a party in front of his wife. Stress. Oh no, but that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that on the radio, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah, but yeah. like, this, this is... And I was a Hollywood guy. It was it a was. guy as well. <laughs> he was just like confused. Nuts. <laughs> Literally. Um, <laughs> But it's like football, and, and you're almost like, yo, like you're my coach. You're meant to be helping me out. You're meant to be like putting the team on, like training us and stuff. And you're just abusing it. But well, it's probably it, a good movie to watch would be Foxcatcher. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Uh, Channing Tatum and then um, Steve Carell, the guy from The Office. Mm. And Steve Carell playing this super dark character that's a coach to Channing Tatum, who's a wrestler. And it goes oh, yeah, super I think I've seen dark, it. Yeah. and it's along those lines yeah. of like coach, mentor, lover. Whoa, the lion's got blood, <laughs> literally. And it's it's that it's it's like, what do you do? One, there's 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 a confusion that is just left in your mind. Like, bro, what just happened? What do mm-hmm. I do? Um, am I strong enough to do what I need to do? Um, some people that it happens it's like I think in that film um, he ends up like going to the gym trying to get hench blah blah yeah. blah this I haven't actually watched it I've just seen the trailers for it, so. it's like he, f- he finds an outlet because he feels mm. as though he's weak he's a victim so he finds an outlet to try and strengthen up and stuff mm. without necessarily facing the issue mm. and like there, there's PTS, uh, PTS post-traumatic stress and stuff That's like that yeah. disorder PTSD mm. and like not saying that anyone that that happens to is a quote-unquote victim, but it does affect you to a certain degree, and every every person's psyche is almost wired differently, mm. so it affects you slightly differently. But to be in that position is almost like, wow. 
Um, so Sarah, Sarah, my sister, shout out Sarah. Ask me. Sarah. She's got this um, stupid. Uh, I thing thought the conversation does. was about to go south. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sarah's got. Um, she's got this. What would you do? Kind of situations that she throws at me every now and then. Mm. I love those games. Um, my them. answer to most of them is, and I'm giving you my answer first to set up the kind of questions she asks. No, I say have in integrity. Um, that's my answer. Have what? <laughs> have anal integrity. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, nah, do you know what? <laughs> Wait, so what? He can poke anywhere so long as he don't go through. No, no, no. So the question she normally asks is, it's along the lines of, you were offered a position, you were offered a promotion, <laughs> you were offered two Pun million intended. pounds. You were offered a position. A position. <laughs> <laughs> But the catch is, <laughs> you took a position. <laughs> but the catch is, you've got to sleep with this manager. Or you've got to sleep with this guy. Would you do it? Of course, John's answer is yes. <laughs> my answer, my answer integrity. Oh, is this? I've got any integrity. My ass is my own. No one's touching it. Now, the the reason I bring that but up is, mm. you can flip it. What? Does he have any integrity? <laughs> no, I'm no. That's not the question. <laughs> The fact that you go there, you're looking for loopholes to get his position is a worrying thing. No, I mean, that's just the reason I've got Aiden Diggy in it, so you, you ain't coming to me. But, but what if he wanted you to come to him? Madness. Two million. <laughs> no. So, the, the question is, like, well, slightly sillier question. You're in Terry Cruz's position. Hollywood, mogul, whatever comes, grabs your nuts because he thinks he can. As a Christian, what do you do? I punch him up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's my first thought. Swing. Swing. But I'd be that... too stunned. I'd, like, I'd be like, did, this, did that just happen? And like, in front of my wife as well. I'll swing. I'll swing. Know. You know what? There was a question on Facebook and I showed it to Jamelia. And the question was, if you got a phone call randomly and said your partner's in prison, what would be the first thing that came to your mind as to why they were in prison? She didn't miss a heartbeat. GBH. The GBH. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I was like, Ross, what do you think I'm that violent? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, second question is, and the reason I didn't even want to think, I didn't even think about asking this Harvey Weinstein uh, thing, was how do we move forward? What's, what's the solution, if any, mm. you know, going forward? I'm not saying that we can then influence those guys up there, but in our smaller circles, what's the solution? Um, I guess, as Christians, mm. I think not putting a price on your soul, because I think it's, it's, it's very easy to see money or see a job, or even see like a babes, and think, yeah, I, um, I, I'll, I'll toe the line just a little bit. Mm. But then, once you get you get, I mean, used to toe in the line, your morals start to decrease, and then there's like no limit to to what you can do. Because like even like serial killers, like most serial killers will start by like killing small animals, and then perfecting their their technique. Yep. So all it takes is that first time, and then it's always let me, let me try a little more mm. and a little more. So it's safest just to just to not do anything at all. Just, just stay as far, far from that line as possible. See, the reason I see difficulty in that is because I've heard of situations where it's something as simple as maybe, like, 
they've given up everything to pursue this dream or whatever they've understood the heartache of disappointments rejection you know the fact that there's only a one percent that actually gets through they find themselves in this position now where it's like this could be the break they're working with a major director who could provide for them what they've been working for their whole life you know how easy is it to then just be like yeah i'm i'm you know how you gonna i don't know how you gonna turn that down as easily it's not easy but sometimes the easy thing isn't the no, thing. oh no absolutely <laughs> the more often than not yeah more often than not the easy thing is not the right thing to do but um but yeah but i think as christians it's just um like looking to christ and stuff because i'm sure like we've all been in the in, that, in the position of well, well that's what joseph like, was going through yeah. isn't it joseph uh, literally like, he's was a g there. literally he is, was he there. is a g to the extent where he ra- and it's like that's that's the funny thing with joseph as well he's like i don't imagine Potiphar's wife wasn't like a number 10 babe. she was a painting called Madison. She, she had to be she is a you know you, they don't marry because you know, got a good character no. <laughs> half the time they don't even talk to their wives you tough like your your price come in parade in front of my people then and walk literally up. literally wasn't a thingy esther who did she replace no it wasn't no, it was um what's, what's her name we don't even remember yeah. her name yeah, that's, that's how, don't remember but her it's like come let me show you to my people because it's show, show your beauty like that's what they were marrying for so he, she must have been a painting and he's like how can I do this to my god and to my master nah I'm going to run instead do you, know what, <laughs> that's I, do you know what I think like as, as Christians we should always keep at the back of our minds that the world is flawed mm-hmm. the world is broken and and the world doesn't mind compromising at all. Well, it's not compromising. It's, it's not compromising. It's, it's, it's just part. It's just part. Of, doing part what of the pleases you. Yeah. And it's because the world is, and it's almost twofold. The world is flawed. The world is broken. But so are we. Mm. Um, this isn't a cop out saying I'm flawed. I'm broken. So I'm just gonna do this thing and keep it moving. No. Mm. We are flawed. We are broken. But we are still called to follow Christ. Mm. And it's a case of even during the hard times and the hard decisions and stuff. It might not necessarily make sense to be like, I'm going to trust God. Mm. But I would say, you know what? One, the world is flawed and broken, so don't be surprised when the person says to you, lay on my bed and you get this job. Mm. Or let me touch you up and you get this wrong. Or whilst you're in like changing rooms or something like that, man starts trying to do whatever. Like, Don't be surprised when that happens. Yes, you might have held him to a higher standard, but the fact is, like, the world is broken, so don't be surprised when that happens. Secondly, that's this is when it moves to Christ. Like, stand, stand on your foundation, mm. stand on what you believe in, and it's a case of we might we literally might have spent years trying to earn that one break, and this looks like that one break, and but this person has added conditions onto it where you're like, should like do this that goes against everything you believe in mm. and my only argument is mate God can open greater doors than this guy can yeah. okay what, what what if it doesn't go against everything you believe in what if it's just like like, 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 like one tiny thing and that's that's a good question <laughs> looking for hoopla that, that's, that's, that's a good no, I'm question I'm just asking because because we've got some Luke, we've got some lukewarm Christians yeah because like mm. yeah I, I, was, I was talking to a friend, so, a friend no, no, wait wait let that sink in we've got some lukewarm Christian. So if it goes against a tiny percent, Luke 
warm <laughs> Christians. No, because like, because like, um, <coughs> like I won't watch Game of Thrones because of all the like sex and nudity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to movies, and I know there'll be sex and stuff in it, I don't mind watching it. Right, I think the difference. Not trying to justify that. I, I do the same. Like I don't watch Power Power um, Spartacus. I watched one episode of Spartacus. Halfway through, I said to my boy, I can't watch it. <laughs> this is just like three hundred about porn. Mm. But and it's just like in Spartacus and them type of films. Is not just one scene. It's it's so saturated within the storyline. So as you're watching it, it's like, mate, you might as well fling on like Pornhub. Like it's obviously it's not well. (laughs) They they might have better storyline than whoever, (laughs) but it's like you you know you know what you're tuning into. Now I know people that watch it, um, but for some bizarre reason, not bizarre for some reason, I haven't been able to get into it. Which one I are you know. talking about? All of them. Like, power... <laughs> power. <laughs> All of them. All of them. So, yeah. Um, like, people have told me about it. They're like, oh, you should watch it. Like, Christians will be like, oh, you should watch it. Blah, blah. And I'm just like, mate, I, I don't even have the time. Mm. Like, genuinely, I don't... I want to watch Breaking Bad. Don't have the time. I want to watch the certain things like House of Cards, stuff like that. Just don't have the time to watch it. Um, but, yeah, again, it comes down to your convictions and... It, it comes down to watching these things desensitizes you to that element of stuff anyway. So if you keep on watching stuff that is heavily saturated in sexual immorality and stuff, it desensitizes you to that. So you can tolerate that a bit more. And and it's, it's almost a question of like, if you're growing in holiness, I'm almost trusting that God will, God's spirit within you will make you sensitive to these things. Which is Um, what I was going to say as well is, you know, you mentioned, stand on your foundation mm. I was going to say take a step back build that foundation mm. you know and consistently build that foundation and I think one thing with Joseph or, or that you know we brought up the Joseph story was he wasn't like mentally preparing for any one situation mm. he wasn't mentally preparing for his brothers to try and kill him or to sell him into slavery or for him to find himself in Potiphar's house or for him to be accused or for him to be in prison he wasn't preparing for those particular situations he was just focusing on his relationship with his God in whatever he was you know, he was doing you know, so when he was out tending his father's flock he'd be with God when he was um, with his well, you know all, everything that he was going through he kind of had he kind of had his relationship with God at the forefront and that was what kept him through everything so I think you know Here's a question. Mm. If let's say that David had slept with Potiphar's wife, no, just Joseph. Joseph, sorry, sorry, yeah. not Joseph. Do you think he would have? Do you, do you think God would have allowed him to get to the position that um, that he got to? Um, I think it's. Do you, do you, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. I think that question shouldn't be answered. Mm. <laughs> simply because it goes into speculation well no the other thing is him not sleeping with Potiphar's wife directly is what resulted in him getting into that position mm-hmm. if that makes sense because <coughs> him yeah. not sleeping yeah. with her is what got him yeah, but, yeah, but depends and then yeah, that, but depends mm. because it could be argued if Potiphar had found out mm. he could have ended up in prison anyways I know he could have found out he could have ended up in prison right, anyway right, right, right. so it could still be argued like that the reason I'm saying mm-hmm. I would say don't a- answer it is that it gets into speculation and that almost says 
then then we get into a hypothetical what would have God done this and that mm-hmm. without any sure grounding in terms of obviously we can look at God's character and God still blessed people even when they made mistakes mm-hmm. when Abraham showed a lack of faith in God God still blessed him on both occasions on both occasions when his son did the same thing God still blessed him mm-hmm. when Solomon had 7,000 women God still blessed him my man <laughs> when um Sick. Obviously, they, <laughs> they also turned his heart from God. Mate, so they, in uh, Solomon's in Solomon's condition, Solomon's situation, there were there were repercussions. It was the conditions because sex addiction. Mate, <laughs> sex anonymous. <laughs> it would be kind of hard for him to be anonymous. But <laughs> when David made a mistake, God still blessed him. But there were repercussions. Yeah. Oh. Um. So further along down the lines, there were more and more repercussions when people were making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um. But further ahead, it was a bit less. So it's almost like speculating what would have God done. But I think that's very shaky ground. Because now we're trying to figure out what God would have done. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I was just looking at it, thinking about it from the sense that did did um, Joseph get to where he got to because... He he like honored God throughout everything. Obviously, he still sinned and well, stuff. Well, th- and, and what I can say is him honoring God almost directly yeah. led to that path. If that uh-huh. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So as as most saying, you know, it goes down different paths, looking at different options or permutations of of, of what could have happened, mm-hmm. um, and we don't have a basis for that. So that's fair enough. What we can say is the fact that he honored God directly influenced where he went and yeah. what he went through, mm-hmm. um, and and so yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd have even gone back to saying God didn't tell him to tell his brothers his dream. Had he not told his brothers his dream, would he then have, you know, annoyed them to the point where they wanted to kill him kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And one thing as well that I like drawing out from Joseph's story is <clears throat> the Bible doesn't mention and he woke up at five o'clock to read the Torah mm-hmm. and he spent 24 hours mm-hmm. praying. Mm-hmm. Like, the Bible doesn't necessarily give us an outline of his spirituality. Mm. doesn't give us an outline of the, how much time or what he did to spend time with God. Mm. And I find that remarkable. Yeah, yeah. That's probably well, a good thing. Otherwise, people would just be trying to copy and paste. Well, no, so <laughs> even the thing with Jesus mm-hmm. is, you know, it talks about him going into the wilderness. It talks about the spirit leading him to, into, into the wilderness, going fast for 40 days and 40 nights. It talks about um, him in the Garden of Gethsemane praying. Mm-hmm. Um, and and requiring you know the help of James Peter James and John. Yes. Yeah. 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 To, to help him pray. Yeah. Apart from that, it doesn't talk about him waking up in the morning to pray. Or I think it mentioned reading. he woke up early mm. uh, in Mark after thing after the first time he started doing stuff at Peter's Peter's mother. mother. Yeah. He woke up the next morning to go mm. pray. It has like isolated incidences of Jesus retreating to go pray Mm -hmm. and spend some time with God it doesn't necessarily focus it doesn't focus on any one person I know that David in his Psalms and stuff speaks about him spending time with God in the morning and and and, and there's that element of their spirituality kind of coming through Um, a lot of people have almost stated um, Joseph as like an example and stuff like that for different reasons and I'm like because he, he Potiphar's wife came and he ran away we need to be like him we need to read our Bible saturate but it's like it, it doesn't actually tell us and it's like the lesson I learned from that is mate you can read the Bible 
back to front. If it's not coming out in your life, it's pointless. That's what the Pharisees would do. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, mate, like, how the Bible is impacting your life is way more important than how long you spend in it. And what I was going to say as well, where Christ, uh, as well as example, is for most of them, it showed their relationship with God in a practical sense, Mm -hmm. or or you see that seeping Mm -hmm. through. It wasn't just the appearance of it, or it wasn't just the religion of it, Mm -hmm. or or the 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 uh, the um, the standards of it. As you said, you know, praying for two hours or mm. reading your Bible back to front or whatever. It was that they had a relationship with God that permeated every facet mm. of their lives. The I one person who spoke a lot about his studies and stuff was Paul. Mm. And even when he did do that, it was almost in the negative. Mm. Because he was saying, I was a Pharisee. Yeah, I had yeah. studied, mm. I had learned. Talk about one of the greatest. Yeah. Mm. It was almost like, mate, this blinded me mm. almost to... to simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying God had to, like, in Galatians when he said, I, I, the gospel I preached wasn't taught to me, mm. but it was by revelation. Yeah. So it's like, mate, this guy had studied all of this and done all of that and it's become this dude. But now it's by revelation. And I want to <coughs> put a little disclaimer again as to what I said in terms of it's not necessarily how long you spend in it, but it's rather how much it impacts your life. Definitely the more you open yourself up to God's word and to God's spirit, the greater opportunity there is for it to actually impact you. Mm-hmm. But simply because I've read my Bible for two hours today doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be holier than yesterday. <laughs> it's not necessarily the quantity of time, but the quality mm-hmm. and how much we actually yield ourselves to God and we actually <clears throat> walk in step with the spirit. Um, and it's not just about reading your Bible; it's about meditating on what it says. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you, you, you could read your Bible for two hours and not remember a single word that it said, or not be influenced by a single exactly. word. That it said. Yeah. You can remember more of of the power that you watched before you read the Bible <laughs> than the Bible itself. But yeah, um, I think yeah. In terms of going back to the question, in terms of um, actual situations. Um, because it's almost like um, when we have women who unfortunately are raped and the first question is, well, what were you wearing? Or did you kind of put him on, uh, lead him on and this and that? And sometimes we can, that can deter people from actually coming forward. Because yeah. if you're going to be looked at and with, with suspicion, yeah, yeah, yeah. as in like, oh, it must be your fault, then what did you do? All right, so slightly controversial side note. <laughs> the other person that was in the news for rape this week was Nelly. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's <laughs> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> the situation was, I think it was after a concert or something. Yeah. Um, one lady gets approached by some of Nelly's people. It gets invited to a tour bus. Goes to the tour bus. Um, apparently there, um, Nelly was like, "Yeah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna." gonna bang <laughs> and apparently she was like no but they still banged and she got kicked off and given a hundred dollars um, and she's now suing for rape uh, or you know claiming that uh, Nelly raped him under those circumstances I'm just on just Google yeah Nelly's alleged rape accuser wants to drop police investigation right that was yesterday. Mm. Um, all right. Under those circumstances, yeah. <laughs> now, 
even I don't know even in those circumstances it's not appropriate to ask what were you wearing yeah <laughs> why were you there yeah, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the smartest of, of ideas knowing what happens when 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 like girls go off to go and see these rappers because you know you know why they're, they're saying all right so no 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 all right so we, like at some point we need to take responsibility for our actions Mate. like the thing is it's becoming <laughs> and i'm getting a bit animated because it's annoying me <laughs> the amount of political correctness and uh, no one's taking responsibility for anything it's like yeah you know even if she goes on to talk about she shouldn't be Yes, no, no one should rape. Don't rape. If you rape, get castrated. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good I think. I think it's a good. I think it's a good. Um, you know, it's a good solution to it. There'll be far less, but it's Nelly, <laughs> and you're going onto the tour bus. Like, what do you think? Yeah. What is the point of? You're not going there to go and talk about your appreciation for his artistry. No. That's like you could have done that in the fan mail or whatever. Like we know what what it is. Take responsibility for it. Now, if you went and then you didn't want to have sex and he forced you to have sex, that's, yeah, then, you know, and maybe that could be what happened here. And so I take it back. There's there's room for talking. But you're going there. You know what it is. If I am going to touch a stove and it's hot and I know it's hot and I touch the stove and I get burnt, why am I suing my parents for health and safety? <laughs> Like, do you know what, in situations like that... It's, it's a very, <coughs> very fine delicate line. Is it really? No, do you know what, I think, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, common okay. sense will tell you yeah, that, like, an artist calls you back to his tour bus. Like, you know it's going down. <laughs> this is the thing, yes, like, you do. I don't you know what's going down. Oh, oh, some people get fly, flown out. <laughs> they get flown out to, like, a different country to go and then spend Your a weekend. Your going to pay for that flight. Like, like, the thing is that I just... What I, what I think my frustration is is there's no accountability for your actions if that makes sense yes. like it's not like you were just you know at the concert and then you got kidnapped and put in the in the thing it's not like you you had a vip behind the you know you get to meet the artist behind this backstage kind of pass where you go and then you know there's a there's an avenue for coming to meet them for 10 minutes or so. It's not like that. You got but invited the, to the tour bus. Playing that was adequate, but then surely a similar... To the tour bus. No, this is, no but surely... Uh, to his <laughs> private room on the tour bus. I'm sorry, like... At what point do you no. say... But then... Couldn't a similar argument could be made that... You know the world that we live in. You know that when guys see flesh, they can't control themselves. So, so knowing that if you wear a short skirt... You're asking for it because be, no, no, no. because you it's know what the world no, no, it's, no, different. No, it's different because it's different. in that situation like half the time the guy run up on you from behind like do something and then drag you into a bush there's an element of compli- um um what, what do you say consent consenting there's a there's con- con- consent yeah consent there's an element of consent that is displayed by going onto the tour bus yes by going to his private room like is it just me or do we know what's, what's supposed to be happening? I think everyone here knows what's supposed <laughs> to be happening in the tour bus. If I go to a... I don't even You know. can't go to a strip club and then sue the stripper for dancing on you. No. You go there for that. <laughs> like, like, is it just me? This is the guy that sung, it's getting hot in here. Take off all your clothes. Is there no air conditioning? What can I clothes for? We know what's going on. Like, I, it's just... It's this whole idea of like the same thing with if two people are drunk and they have sex, 
the man has sexually assaulted the woman. Mm. Like, not to play men. Yeah. You know, I'm, not, I'm not saying <laughs> men are unequal, whatever. I believe men should be held to higher standards, but not in the eyes of the law because the law is flawed. Men held to higher standards by God. He's God, not not your law. That's stupid. But <laughs> it's it's stressful to me because we we're getting to a point where oh we passed the point a long yeah, time ago you know, where no one takes responsibility for their actions and there's always someone to sue. Which is oh. why remember that um, uh, that time in your house when I, when I was talking about <laughs> about the drugs and stuff. Whoa, whoa, yes, whoa. yes, yes, yeah. whoa. Same kind of argument. That episode hasn't come out, has it? It has. But that's the bad one. Oh wow! Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, so Whoa. to recap, what and what I said, yeah. what, what I said is, I think. How do you solve the drug problem? Yeah, <laughs> you make all drugs legal. Those that die, die. But <laughs> but take away all the emergency services for people who, who go and overdose and all. <laughs> because every, no, listen, no, listen, listen. Yeah. Because everyone and their grandma and their dog knows what happens if you take cocaine. And what happens if you take too much cocaine? So if you go take too much cocaine, then it's, it's your own fault that you overdose and die. <laughs> so, is this what I sounded like? <laughs> no, but it's true. So, so Robert's Rob the paramedic that gets called, 911, emergency, comes, guys on the floor, foaming, dying. It's like, what was the cause of this? Oh, one line of cocaine. All right, cool. See you guys later. Yeah, but it's true. You know, so much money is wasted on, on people drinking too much on alcohol <laughs> nonsense people smoking and and, and, then, and then they won't help because they've got lung cancer <laughs> what, what kind of nonsense is that <laughs> that's actual absolute nonsense i smoked myself to death now i want you to help me but i'll still be smoking once, once i've got the lung cancer you know that that jars me yeah. that exactly jars me. <laughs> mate you're in a hospital for certain year and you just step out for a fact i'm like mate but yeah, you know what, it's cool. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. That, you know what, that is actually remarkably, in, like, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not actually a bad it idea. It will wipe out all the nonsense people, <laughs> and then people will, will try it a bit, then it will do bleed for a bit, they say, okay, it's enough, no more. But then you could, but you've got the rest of the people that say, you know, it's a bit of fun. Um, Kingsman, wait, oh, all right, no, because it's post- potential spoilers because it's still in the cinema, isn't it? Yep. All right, cool. I'll snap that. Let's go. But, okay, I didn't realise I sounded like a uh, Hitler. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think you sound like Hitler. But, but it, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we do live in, live in a society where... Um, there's no accountability. There's no accountability. None! <laughs> <laughs> um, it's grace, in it? That's, that's all I can say. <laughs> do you know what? And it, it's, a, it, it's a case of, yeah, where sin abounds, grace abounds. Mm, super abounds, yeah. But Paul still said, within the church at least, we should call black, black. Mm. We should call sin, sin. Mm. Not from a position of being judgmental, not from a position of like trying to cast shame or anything, but literally just holding each other up to a standard of like, well, we're meant to be growing in holiness. Mm. And that's that's one thing that I tend to see not a lot being talked about right now in in, in the sense of, oh, God loves you, continue in your sin, he still loves you. Mm. That's, that's an exaggeration of the message. Mm. But like, I, I don't tend to hear a lot about holding your holding yourself to a standard. Well, it comes your... back to it comes back to what we said last week that a lot of churches aren't preaching the gospel. You know, they're they're preaching one or two statements right. from the gospel that fits in. You know, the idea that we we preach blessings over 
seeking God's kingdom and righteousness, mm-hmm. whereas seeking on God's kingdom and righteousness will then allow for other blessings to be yeah. added, gives a gives a sense of it, you know, and and it's exactly, it's it's almost sad that we miss what we could have because we focus on what we want as opposed mm. to what's best for us. I was speaking to a friend in church one time, and I was saying, so I'm around a lot of. Um, All right, I'm just gonna make this distinction. I'm around a lot of Caucasian like folk in church, <laughs> the white folk, <laughs> and it's like the the elements of it that I really I really feel like they've gotten right in the sense of they they've preached from a position of like God loves you and stuff. Um, I've been in some, I've been in black black churches see that as well. Um, I've been the most most of the black churches that I've been in tend to focus on we're meant to grow in holiness. Hmm. Righteousness and stuff like that, and there isn't oh, so really? much. Which black churches, mate? Look after But they do so in in the sense of self righteousness. Okay. Rather no. than right, sanctification. Okay. Like it's okay though. Like it's okay though. Yeah. Okay they do it more. <laughs> I, was like, I want to go there. That's nice. That's nice. They do it more oh, so in the sense of do that as well. Some yeah, it's okay. It's cool. They do it. What self righteousness? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like preaching good, good word. It's so, not your church yet, though. No. It is my church. I so why is it in Anita's church? Because, because they know that it's POC, that's your church. Yeah. Alright, so, um, they tend to focus more on women, you shouldn't be wearing skirts, um, <laughs> you, you shouldn't be wearing trousers, <laughs> you shouldn't be wearing skirts, mad, um, and stuff like that, and they don't necessarily focus on the grace of, of God. Mm. Um, and so people then grow up knowing of, knowing the Bible, but not knowing the God of the Bible or what he ha- he's actually doing. Learn an um, element of him. Learn the face of him. It's like when you're trying to tell them about God, oh, I, know, I know about God, like, I've, I've, read, I've read the Bible, you know? But there's a difference between knowing about and knowing. And on the flip side, when you're talking to the other people about, yo, like, what are you doing? You're sleeping with the girl. Yeah, but Jesus loves me. Grace. Grace. Like, Grace. It's, it's all love, isn't it? Like, legit. I won't marry You're not married yet. Like I was going to when I was going to um, Queen Mary, I think it was All Nations. Yeah, this guy was like, um, "God is love. God wants me to be happy." That equates to God wants me to have a girlfriend. I'm like, "Are you done?" <laughs> <laughs> God was like, "Ditto." <laughs> are you done? Are you done? <laughs> and the thing is, I I had a mentor who was very much on the self righteousness part. He had congregation that was very much on the love part, where it was like throughout the year they just preached from John, like there's not there's not the sixty five other books in the Bible. Mm. You just preach from John, focusing on God is love. Mm. Um, legit, like this is my first time at all nations, and I told him get out. Every nation. Every nations. I, I told him get out. I was like, blood. Like I know that I was in the wrong there because there was no grace. There was nothing in that. Yeah. But I was, I was seriously cheesed off. Now, sometimes you have to get rid of the humans. Sometimes, sometimes you have to. That's why... It's like you got your own drug reform. Bro, I don't know what I've got. And it, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that it's, it's that balance. Even in, even in the case of these situations, there is that balance of... Yes, God is calling us to live to a standard. God is calling us to grow in righteousness. God is calling us to grow in holiness. Be holy for he is holy and... Um, those who claim to know God will um, their sin patterns will decrease. If you claim to know God who is light, you will um, you will start you will walk in the light as well. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, so 
we're holding ourselves to a standard, not necessarily holding ourselves, but more so the Holy Spirit convicting us of the standard he wants us to live by. Mm. Knowing that the Holy Spirit will strengthen us to live by that standard and will strengthen us to actually walk by it. So if the Holy Spirit is convicting you that he wants you to go into filming, become an actor, I'm sure the Holy Spirit is not going to convict you to sleep with your director. No. He's going to convict you. And it's all the more reason to knowing that this is what the Holy Spirit said to follow in what would please God and God mm-hmm. alone. So, yes, God said, I will be an actor, but this is not of God. So, because of you, God, I'm going to give this up, you know, and, and trust you to accomplish your work. And, you might, and in, in doing that, you might not become the world's greatest star, but you should become a star that is honoring God. Yeah. And, then, and then when it comes to meeting him on Judgment Day, well done. He'll say, well done. How, you know, like... Yeah, <coughs> you can win an Emmy or whatever it's called Emmy, you know. Yeah, well, you got Emmy, you got Grammy, you got Lasta, Oscar, Tony, Oscar, you got all of them things there, and go to hell. Mm. Oh, <laughs> You go in front of God, you pagan, stress. <laughs> or you can get like a little look. You could get no awards. If you get 50, again, 50 views on YouTube, and that's mate, it. <laughs> and get that crown of life. And it's that, and or you could even get the awards and have the pride of knowing that you got there the right way, and, and and really be able to give God glory, saying that Harvey Weinstein tried to grow up, and I was like, no, <laughs> I got straight, I slapped him in the face. Yeah. One thing I will say, yeah, as a form of encouragement, um, for anyone who has like suffered, um, who has gone through something like not suffered, has gone through something like this, and hasn't told anyone, I'll definitely encourage you to find someone that you can you can talk to about um preferably someone who can pray with you and pray for you um help walk you through this the process of actually healing um regardless of however strong you may feel you are it it has left a residue somewhere and you do need god to kind of help wash that residue away um nothing's too big for him and so he he will be able to take whatever hurts and pains that you have and turn them for a good that will surprise you so I'll say yes like I'll definitely encourage you to to pursue justice in terms of like yeah t- take that take that waste man to the, to the police then yeah but I know us man don't like slitching or whatever yeah but do, do it do it justice needs to be served but healing needs to accompany that as well so I'll say like ground yourself in the word as Peter was saying like build a foundation with God if you already have it hopefully you've got um, people around you that you can be honest with who can pray for you pray over you and help you through this process of healing knowing that the Holy Spirit is there helping you throughout every step of it um, mm. it's easy to kind of talk about everything being out there um, but once it's it becomes your story or a story closer to you it's, it's a bit harder to stomach um, so I'll definitely say, yeah, just try, don't try to just sit on it, but mm. try get healing and get justice. Yeah. Cool. That'll be a nice place to round up. Yeah. Thank you for listening in, guys. Um, yeah, join the conversation. Have you, have you ever been grilled by a director? No. Or a pastor? <laughs> 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 or a youth worker? Youth worker, family member. You don't have to tell us, but tell someone. Tell the police. Tell the police. Tell the police. Especially if it's a pastor. Please. Tell the police. <laughs> Please. Shout out Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs>
shot. Smart. <laughs> so you can oh, find us. Service can be awkward. <laughs> You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the blacksmith's oh. furnace. No questions. Oh. Get to that. During the service, the police just rock up. You see your priest just slapped in handcuffs. So Robert has a poem about that. No, no, it was a suicide, wasn't it? It was suicide, it was suicide yeah. yeah. Um, sorry. Sorry. Handles. You can find us on all good podcasts and websites. Just look for the blacksmith's furnace. We have an apostrophe. The Twitter is at the Furnace UK. You can email us at tbsfurnace.hotmail.com. Um, Reverb is happening first the Tuesday of November, which is the seventh. Um, next Nancy Meets episode is coming out on Monday. Wait, I want to put this out tonight. So, no, it's it's come out tonight, hasn't it? Has it? Are you are you like like the producer? No, I'm the technical lead. I was the technical lead on the shoot. I should know. I, I you should, should know. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's been released today. It's yeah. been released today. Check it out. I'll, I'll add the link so you can watch it. It's going to be dope. Um, is that everything? I think that is everything. Then I guess this is Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah!